Aisha, I spent money again. Girl, we always start our podcast with spending. <laughs> we should name, rename ourselves to Losing Sense. Oh my god. But anyway, let me guess. Um, is that that K-pop album that you've been posting on your Instagram? How did you know? Oh my god. <laughs> I've known you for a year. Plus, you've been posting it on your stories so much. Wait, wait. <laughs> did I just hear K-pop albums? Did oh. I hear it right? You can't yeah. be KJ now when you speak about K-pop. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> That's right, people. Of course, we have the K-pop experts here with us today, Rachel and Amanda from K-Generation Club. Welcome, girls. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, everyone. So thank you very much for the invitation for today's episode. It feels really nice to be here that we're going to talk about K-pop with Taylor's AKPK. So I'm Rachel and I'm the Vice President of K-Generation. Hello everyone, thanks for having us and so glad to be here. I'm Amanda, part of the events team in K-Generation. And Denise, I'm very sure you'll forget about the guilt of spending <laughs> money when you receive the no. album once yes. it arrives in the postage. Yes, only people with the same problems understand each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I guess I'm the only one with not much knowledge about K-pop. So what do K-pop fans spend their money for? Hmm. Well, Aisha, that's a very good question. Because I feel like a lot of people, right, they would think that, okay, we only buy albums, we go to concerts. But actually, mm-hmm. there's a lot more to it. K-pop companies are actually really good at finding money. They have like a lot of merchandise. And it's not like just one merchandise. That merchandise may have like one version, second version, third version. Yes. So we will just keep spending our money on it. And aside from that, there's also like unofficial merchandise by K-pop fans where like K-pop fans like produce their own goods and all mm. like dolls, very cute dolls. Yeah, and, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those unofficial merchandise are usually like less expensive so for those who don't want to like buy spend like few hundred ringgit on official merchandise mm-hmm. then we will spend on this unofficial merchandise mm. yep yep that that is right uh rachel <laughs> because purchasing merchandise such as light sticks uh, uh membership kits uh, and the such shows your ultimate loyalty and as well mm-hmm. as your support uh, towards a certain k-pop group or idol which also helps in the boosting of their popularity and mm-hmm. hence encourage them mm-hmm. to uh, continue their lines of work, you know, for the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Because um, before this, I only thought like people spent their money on concerts and like albums. But now <laughs> I only know like you guys also buy stuff from like local artists, which is like really, really interesting. Yeah, we complain about capitalism. Like, <laughs> but we still fit in, like take my money. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> So like although I'm not uh, so familiar with like K-pop idols or groups I just wanted to know who are your favorite groups <laughs> hmm. Okay if you guys recognize both of these dolls it's actually EXO So my favorite boy group is EXO My favorite favorite ultimate stand is mm-hmm. EXO And for girl Ooh. groups I actually stand them all They're all so Yes great. girl support girl Yes <laughs> <laughs> But for me, uh, my favorite ranges depending on comeback seasons. Mm. But I have been into BTS, uh, Tomorrow by Together, and only in the recent year, 17. 
Mm, I saw you bought an album before of 17. (laughs) (laughs) Exposed. So So mine are Monster X and The Boys. Wow. Okay, I've heard of Monster X, EXO, and BTS. Of course, BTS is like really famous. (laughs) Um, Okay, now back to like the topic, the main topic. I'm really curious on how you guys, how much you guys have spent so far and how do you keep track of your spending? Um, I started buying stuff in 2019 because that's when I really got into the fangirling lifestyle. Um, on average, about 700 per year and I use Google Sheets to keep track of my spending. How about you guys? Wow. <laughs> Google Sheets. Okay, that's uh, Very another way to... Yeah, it's so organized. Maybe I should learn also. It's a yes. good way. It's a good way. For me... I started buying around like 2016. So at that age, I was still like quite young at all. Mm. So I didn't dare to like spend much. So my method was like, I participate a lot in giveaways for like mm. albums, photo cards and all. And I also buy from like a website called Carousel where they sell like secondhand albums because it's usually much cheaper compared mm. to if you buy like a sealed album. So my cost wasn't that high. So around from 2016 until now, around like 2000 ringgit. Mm-hmm. But the most expensive one was like in 2019, where I bought EXO concert ticket for like, I think it was 600 to 700. Mm-hmm. That was the most expensive. Uh. Very expensive indeed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, it's up there already in the chart. Yeah. <laughs> was it worth it? <laughs> Yes, it was. Of course! <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I started buying uh, specific K-pop uh, albums back when it's 2011. Mainly uh, mm-hmm. Big Bang, Vix, and Nuis. Uh, since I only buy merch that is to my liking and if my bank account allows <laughs> it. Like, uh, for me, I don't actually often keep track of my spendings. Mm. So, yeah. Mm, but I think it's about 500 a year for you which actually is not that much to be honest like, um, I think it's a good thing that you still remember how much you spend even though you don't <laughs> keep track of them yeah yeah. I, I just see my bank account in <laughs> just check through sometimes <laughs> so just saw Rachel mentioned about like exo tickets which was like the most expensive thing you bought um, throughout like your hip <laughs> <I>, hop <laughs> Yeah. Um, seasons so like um, why did you still want to make that purchase although it's like expensive to be really honest I have been very very lucky for giveaways I have been winning a lot so I also attended like seven K-pop concerts for free <laughs> yeah, manifesting <seven>. your luck <laughs> come I give you my luck <laughs> So I have been quite lucky. So I actually met EXO twice for free mm. for their concerts. So in 2019, I felt that, okay, in 2020, they're going to military. More members mm. are going to military. So they won't come for concerts anymore. So I felt like, um, I think I should just buy it instead of like relying my luck on giveaways because there's no yeah. guarantees. And mm. what if like I don't get any, then in the end, I'll just be outside the stadium there mm. hearing instead. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. So I felt like, okay, la, since it's my first concert that I'm going to spend money on, then okay, la, spend. Let's just go. Mm. Yeah, that's how I decided to make that purchase. 
But I think seeing the pandemic now, I think <laughs> it's like one of the best purchases you've made. Yes. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets at all. True. It was the most satisfying purchase for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. So like Denise also mentioned in the last episode that K-pop is an investment. So do you guys agree? <laughs> How is K-pop an investment? <laughs> Most definitely, yes. <laughs> and it's oh. not only money investments per se, because to purchase or sell the merchandise uh, online or even uh, face-to-face, you also need like energy, time, mm-hmm. the interests mm-hmm. and uh, motivation investments in order to, you know, be in the K-pop world (laughs) the k-pop industry itself is constantly evolving and Mm. changing over time and i guess you would always expect the unexpected uh for when there is a next comeback season true yeah that's that's very true i totally agree with amanda it's like it's not only money investment it's so it takes so long and so much time for you to actually invest into k-pop because I personally saw like a lot of people on Twitter, they tend to have like group orders for each mm. comeback season and they have to be like unpacking 500 albums and then having to like repost it out again to another address and all. So it's a lot of time and effort and the reason why that it's like actually an investment is probably because the price doesn't really drop much. And also sometimes mm. they may even have like an increased value, especially mm. if it's like limited edition things, true, like photo true. cards or maybe uh, usually it's photo cards uh, that might have increased value. Mm. So it's definitely a misconception that buying K-pop related items is just a waste. Sometimes you may even gain more from it. Mm. <laughs> so mm. and sometimes investments are also like emotional and motivational uh, support yeah. for your group. True. Mm. So I really like respect the dedication you guys have <laughs> to like, supporting your idols. It's really, really like wow. Mm. Okay, you guys. So um, like Rachel mentioned just now, I suppose the market is mainly on Twitter. Mm, yeah, and also there's also like other platforms like Carousel mm. and Telegram where people usually sell, buy, or even trade items together. Mm. Speaking about selling and trading, another hot topic in the K-pop market recently is that there's like a lot of overpriced photo cards. So what are your thoughts on this? <clears throat> NCT album photo cards can go up to three digits, you know? Whoa. Three digits. Oh my God. And I think it's insane that mm. there are some people who are willing to buy them regardless of the price. True. So <laughs> like for broke people like me, <clears throat> a petition to regulate overpriced <laughs> photo cards and merchandise Please. Yes. Because oh my it's so hard Amanda. to buy them. Oh especially when they look what? so good. That's so expensive. Up to mm-hmm. three digits. I can like buy a for like a month. <laughs> I know. <almost>. Right? <laughs> you can buy a ton of mas- nasi lemak, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grab food every day. Eat for a week. It's mm, more yeah. than enough. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, although photo cards are like expensive and all, but I'm also like <gasps> I'm also a K-pop Yeah, <laughs> Here comes the binder <laughs> The holy binder like, The holy binder like A lot of Oh my god <laughs> oh. Yeah wow. And it takes a lot of time to actually like have this whole Dedication yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of money also But mm. to be honest 
three digit is too much for me. Mm. Maximum, mm. I really feel like 50 ringgit is already too much, to be mm. honest. My range is around like 20 to 30 ringgit, which is actually quite low, but yeah. it's mm. actually just a very small photo card. So it's really expensive. And I feel like over the years, ever since I entered like the K-pop uh, whole thing, the whole K-pop thing, I realized that the photo card prices are just like increasing. It's just having mm. like inflation in price over the true, years. True. And to be honest, I think it will just keep rising because since there's a willing buyer and a seller there, yeah. why would it even reduce, right? So, mm. give like profit, lo. Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pokemon cards. Exactly you know, like, like Rachel, you can actually, like, pass down your photo card book <laughs> to, like, your younger generation. Yeah. <laughs> the prize is, like, yeah. it's gonna go up the in the family. future. <laughs> yes. You can laminate it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the legends. <laughs> so like since uh the buying and like the selling all can be like all through online only now, how do people like avoid scam? Because um right now people can just like scam you easily, especially mm. like online. Yeah. Correct, correct. Uh, I think to avoid scam, you can for me, I heavily rely on a lot of the five star ratings like on the shops itself, mm. uh, especially in Shopee or Carousel, since like my details and my money is securely governed by those applications uh, systems. But for those on Twitter, I often check the seller's posts and their activity uh, as well as their followers to see if they are, you know, legit, la, mm. if mm-hmm. it's real or not. And uh, as well as their interactions with me as a buyer, and in like how do you say, see if there is any uh, rude or desperate languages involved. Mm. True, true, true. But I would say it is with utmost and sincere warning <laughs> that people who are interested to buy uh, merchandise online avoid. WhatsApp transitions. <laughs> oh, take note, guys. This is a sincere <laughs> warning because those are 100% scammers mm. uh, based on true story, personal story. Oh, <laughs> oh story no. <laughs> so, um, I think the best way is to research your trusted shops mm. and, and accounts, uh, maybe through friends or research online. And never give out your personal information unless your order has been confirmed with a receipt proof, la, mm, so that you at true. least know, okay, this is real. Okay, I'm I'm getting this from a true seller and yeah. you won't get scammed. Yeah, mm. true. Uh usually I just buy from like my mutual friends or those with like proof reviews, because they usually have like hashtags like reviews mm. or feedback. So through that you can actually mm. get legit stores la. and I think it's also better to ask for photo proofs before uh, doing your uh, transaction for like close up shots of like the product to avoid receiving like fake products or like faulty products yeah that's very true but mm. how do you guys even like control your buying don't <laughs> have things to buy everything you know exactly like I think one thing everyone should keep in mind is that the buy now regret later concept is very very <laughs> dangerous it's yes. like very tempting exactly guilty as charged <laughs> because I often control my spending urges uh, by having 
at least someone, mainly my parents, lah, mm. uh, to monitor my spendings and evaluate if the spending is actually worth it or not. Uh, mm. Because it's either I buy the merch and get lesser monthly allowance <laughs> then, or I don't buy it at all for that season. Mm. And I guess this might sound a bit weird, lah, but I would ask my close friends to tell me <laughs> That <laughs> some merch is worth buying or not, mm. and they would have to list down like every disadvantages uh, <laughs> if I were to get the merch. So basically, it's having me debate whether I should make the purchase or save my my spendings mm. for something else that is worthwhile, lah. Yeah, that's so nice. That's like a funny way to do it. <laughs> yes, it's a bit weird, but that's how I roll. <laughs> It's actually it's really good. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I usually just think like how much I can get back if I were to sell the stuff. Because when something new comes mm. out, I can just sell what I had to get the new mm. stuff. Yeah. That's a very smart That's, way. Mm. Yes, big brain. <laughs> so, any tips for people who just get, uh, got into K-pop? Like the K-pop newbies. Um, one thing, one most important thing is don't feel like you're late to the party because mm-hmm. you're never too late and there are a lot of very, very kind fans um, not only in Malaysia, throughout the world, everywhere that will help you and support you for joining in the fandom and also they might even provide you with like a guide through orientation for that K-pop <laughs> idol so that you know better what, what is that, who is that K-pop mm. idol, what do they like and etc, etc and so don't worry about an, all of this entering K-pop, even if you're new. It's totally mm. fine. It's, it just takes a little bit time. But when it comes to spending, I think one advice would be you should set a limit every month mm. for yourself True. so that you know like, okay, how, how much I want to spend in a month, 200, 100, or even if you're very rich, 1,000. I hope oh. I can do that. But wow. so, yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> yeah, that's our dream. So setting a limit for you will also help you, like just in case you spend 2,000 ringgit a mm. month, which is a lot. Yeah. And also for those who are new, I think it's also important for you to, like uh, know what kind of merchandise that you like and you feel like you won't regret so that mm. you won't buy too many like unnecessary merchandise and then you'll True. regret you yeah. just put it there and not use it so that's one of my advice mm. uh, for for me if you feel like you don't have self-control just don't buy at all <laughs> if you start buying you'll get addicted <laughs> yes for sure yeah. good advice <laughs> Okay, so one more question that I uh, have is that how do you guys go from like, I'm going to support this group. Like, I really, really want to support this group because I see different groups in the industry and there are so many like new groups like uh, what Amanda mentioned earlier. So how do you like actually say you want to support this one group? Uh, well, uh, for me, I've been standing, standing uh, various <laughs> groups on and off for over 10 years. So... Ooh. For in, in my mindset, one ultimate loyalty towards one group, especially in this uh, broad K-pop industry, definitely mm. does not exist in my vocabulary. <laughs> because one thing, you, you might love one group at first. You, you, you find it, wow, mm. this, is, this is like the best, the best of the best. Mm. But once you come across another group's content, let's say you stumble upon it on Instagram or Facebook or, or YouTube, 
or whatnot, mm-hmm. and it just hits you. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So, and the next thing you know, you'll be researching and watching their content until like three a.m. Yeah, definitely <laughs> can relate to that. Confirm. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 that thing, mm. but um, I think what catches my attention is their songs and live performances, especially those that send me into an emotional wreck after watching them. Like, because my bias for four years was BTS Jin. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, I see 17th Vernon fan cam <laughs> with twice Jonghyun for 2016's Gayo Dajon. And uh, the next thing, poof! I am a <laughs> carrot and a once. So there is no one group. There is many groups. So cute lah. <laughs> I love like how passionate you are about yeah. your, the groups that you stand. Yeah, because every one of them is good as well. I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think we can go on and on and on about this, but... Aisha, sadly, it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> so, oh, in conclusion... We'll continue I think, off camera. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think in conclusion, like, the whole spending is, like, self-control and budgeting. Lah. You know, like, even if it's not K-pop, like, any other stuff, it's just self-control and budget. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. True. Mm-hmm. Yep. So thank you so much again to Rachel and Amanda from KJN. It was really, really nice chatting with you guys. Although I'm like <laughs> a baby when it comes to it's the K-pop fine. stuff. You're still so cute. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Thank you. So don't forget to follow um, us on Instagram at tailors.akpk and at kjentailors. Yes, that's right. And also, don't forget to join us on E-Clubs and Societies Day on this 20th yep. August. Yes. <laughs> so, signing off. Making sense, Denise. Aisha. Bye, guys. Bye. Making sense.